just like that, another week goes by, another week starts, another podcast about nothing, mm-hmm. including nothing about action sports and nothing about nerd news. What are you talking about? We what? Have lots of, we have lots of time. I know. It's, we got actually a, a ton of stuff about all that stuff. Um, but in, in my defense, I just didn't know where, I didn't know where to start. How my levels sound? Your levels sound great, dude. Are they good? Yeah. All right. You sound dope. Um, Todd, why are you all chipped up? What's up? Dude, my chip. All, your hair's wet. I just got out of the water. Tan. Just got out of the water. Aw, Just got back from Mammoth. Dude. It's about time that I timed a storm correctly. Yeah. Usually I'm there a day before or day after it was good. Okay. This time I pulled it off and... Did the pow. All right. We're going to hear more about that in Snow News for sure. Well, I was I was invited on Todd's trip. For once, I was invited. Could not go. Uh, congratulations to uh, Calais and Leah, two people that I officiated their wedding oh, yeah. down in Sayulita. How was that? I saw your, um, your uh, what do you call it? The photos? The reels. The Instagram reels, reels bro. Insta reels? Uh, it was great. Uh, four days doing nothing but eating and walking around and watching kids blow off fireworks and did you take a surf? Doing wedding stuff did not serve there's there, there's there in in the little town of Silita there's a little kind of crumble crumbly yeah. wave yeah. out front uh it's you know it's it's very crowded a lot of people learning and stuff so i just didn't surf out there you can surf there's tons of waves all around there but i was just i didn't bring a board or anything it's i was just there to cruise, to marry these lovely people and have a great time and soak up the culture and eat all the tacos. All I ate was tacos for four days straight. Did you get the dribbles? No, no. My, uh, my bowel movements are firm. Really? Yeah. Thou- stout. I was my thick. <laughs> my pro tip is to bring charcoal tablets. Charcoal tablets? And you start taking them before you even get there. Dude. So you know how I, I oftentimes make fun of you for being a wuss when it comes to smuggling paraphernalia into other countries? Guess who brought a pen with me uh, for sleeping purposes? Guess who got busted at the border? Guess who got my bag searched? And guess who had to pay a $150 fine mm-hmm. for bringing illicit material into Mexico? But guess who paid the fine and also got the pen returned to me strangely i was almost locked up abroad but well you my wife bailed me out hundred dollar fine stored the pen in your prison wallet i had one there too (laughs) i forgot there was one in my bag so todd i apologize for mocking you were you okay so let's let's go through the let's go through the steps here okay so you, is it a push the button? I can't remember what Puerto Vallarta is. Yes, it's a push the button. Push the button. So you push the button, with the button turned red? Button turned red. And you're all, okay. I didn't, you know. Did you know that you had it in your bag? Yeah, I brought it. You know, it's a, it's like a THC CBD pen. Yeah, whatever. For whatever, whatever you want to fucking for da- downgrade to. The Mexican authorities don't care about your classification. So then you're like, oh, crap. Like She said, how many, how many cartridges do you have of THC? She and just said, said that. Yeah, and I was all... Uh, you mean before she found the pen? No, she f- she saw the pen through the x-ray. She was very upset, very angry with me, and uh, immediately starts accusing me of bringing multiple pens. I only had one pen. I did have an electric toothbrush in there. 
Um, so she basically just pulled it out, held it up, yelled at me. My wife started getting mad and trying to, almost trying to defend me. And I was just like, does she wife speak Spanish? No, hmm. but this was, I was being berated in English. Hmm. Um, what was she classic? Like, what kind of things? Just yelling at me. How many did you bring? This is illegal. Da, da, da. I was just like, see, I, I go, I don't, I don't know. CBD. Ugh. I told you. And she goes, go to that window. And so I go to the window and the guy behind the window is laughing. hundred dollars paid him a hundred dollars. Bye. Later. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So and then they give it to you back. Yeah. It's she put a, it back in the bag. It's just extortion. Yeah. And I wasn't locked up abroad. I didn't have to spend any time in a prison. Um, and it, I had a great trip. You're too pretty for great. Mexican prison. I'm th- too pretty for any prison. Mm. Uh, well, I don't know about that. I mean, yeah. So that's that was cool though. You, you did a wedding. You almost went to jail. Didn't find any of my gummies though. <laughs> did you bring mad gummies? Tons of gummies. Wow. <laughs> I you. don't think the TSA in Mexico listens to the Monday mass, but if they do, just kidding. Didn't bring any gummies. Mm-hmm. No gummies. None of that stuff. That's crazy. Don't do it. Well, while you were down there doing that, uh, the Quicksilver snowboard team was up in Mammoth supporting the Mammoth Mountain ski and snowboard teams by doing that alcohol fundraiser at the movie yeah. theater. Yeah. We talked about that last week and it yeah, had to go. But it happened. And it was it went well. It went well. It's probably the most people that have ever sat in a theater to watch that movie. There was like people <laughs> sitting on the floor. It was packed. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It was funny. And that movie is... There are some things that did not age well with today's uh, it's, standards. It's not quite woke, is no. it? So we're, you know how Rocky Horror Picture Show people go there yeah. and they yell lines. Were people yelling lines out? Yes. This, oh, that's so great. Yeah. yeah, that must have made you feel really good. It was pretty funny, like when they had the, uh, you know, like when my scene came on. Yeah. Like people started cheering. People lost their minds. It was rad. <gasps> and you still. Now I know how George Clooney feels. And you still have the humility to come and sit next to me. On this crappy podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so we had that, and then we did a, the next night, it was, it snowed on Saturday, like freaking three inches an hour. Uh, Sunday, it snowed like four inches an hour, a whole, all day long. The roads were just a nightmare. We had another movie premiere at a bowling alley in Mammoth. So big shout out to the bowling alley in Mammoth for hooking us up with, um, the movie was playing at the end of all the lanes. And that was the Austin Sweeten movie. Austin Sweeten movie. It cool. was really cool. And it's I highly recommend people doing premieres at bowling alleys because you can bowl, you can drink. Was there audio? Yes. Oh, nice. Over the whole thing. That's pretty tight. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was really cool, actually. And uh, so, yeah. And then I, yesterday we woke up, um, blue skies, no oh, wind in Mammoth. Bluebird? It was powder panic from beyond. I fucking hate powder panic. Yeah, powder panic is powder panic the worst. is it is real, and I like storm riding because there's not as much powder panic. Right, and powder panic turns quickly into chunda from down under. It and does. It sucks to ride chunda from down under. But what we did was uh, my friend Andrew Mariner. Um, he is Shout like out. he is like a he he's like action guy. Like he's fucking everywhere and on all the goods and like knows everywhere to go. We rode with him in the morning, got like one good pow run, and then bolted over to this uh, of chair at, at Mammoth called Chair 12, and just sat and waited for it to open. And when it opened, we were probably on like the fifth chair, and we got it real good. A 
for probably like an hour just lapping that until people caught on that that channel right. was open. So it was really good. I mean, that's pretty awesome. To everyone, their grandmother was up there. I got a text from Strider. I got a text from uh, Biolis. I got a like all the all these surf turkeys were up ripping around. Um, you know, it was just the who's who was there yesterday. You've probably seen it on Instagram. It's it not was at all. A, it was a really big storm. Mammoth has a huge base now. And uh, yeah, it was it was really cool. That's great. And that's the Monday Mass. Just catching up on Todd and I's weekend. catching up yeah. on stuff. And yeah, then, that was great. So yesterday, on the drive back, so it's a six-hour drive, driving by myself. It's a long drive. It is a long drive. It's, yeah. it's, it's, you're basically driving to San Francisco. 600 miles is a long drive in a silent car. So I was listening to this podcast. You were listening to the Monday Mass. No, not this, not, not this podcast. I was listening a to, podcast. I was listening to a podcast about the Haldron Collider. You know what that is? That's the thing that does particle feet. Yeah. It's in Sweden or something? There was one there. There's one in Germany. Okay. And I believe there's one in the desert here somewhere. In right. either Nevada or Arizona. Probably Palm Springs. And the podcast was about how the how what's been being kept under wraps about the Haldron Collider, about how we've already fucking stranger things to it. Like, what do you mean? There's already been a rip in the fabric of time and space. There's a leak. There's a leak. So what happened? And that happened with the one in, uh, in Germany. And so the whole thing was basically they want to harness the energy output of a black hole. So they're trying to make a miniature black hole with the Haldron Collider. And apparently from what this crazy i mean it, it's a crazy podcast i listen to it's like, right but the guy was like look they've the one that's the one that's in the desert has already has done something more than that and we think that all this climate change is happening because of of man-made it's like no he's like we've had crazy seismic activity on the planet we've had wild weather and it's all because of the haldron collider ripping a hole in the fabric of time and space. And they also brought it, they also kind of looped in, you know what the Mandela effect is? Where yeah. mass groups of people think they recall an event happening a certain way. Yes. And yet, uh, and yet photographic or, or yeah. video proof shows it happening a different way. That was also looped into there saying that, you know, we are basically seeing reflections of parallel dimensions that have been ripped open. And this is the, this is the ripple effect. Radical. It was it was like one of those things where I was like laughing half the time, like oh my god, these, this guy is insane. And then and then sometimes out. he'd be like, "Look, we have already done this black hole thing, but we can't figure out how to contain the energy. We don't have the resources to uh, fit this energy output into a battery form." And then today, I see that they've just created a new kind of nuclear fusion. That now they have to reverse engineer and figure out how to make a place for the energy to go. It's like you, this is actually in the news, but it was like really weird how that I listened to that podcast and then just just this morning I'm reading on my news pages that this this new nuclear fusion thing is like we have this new technology now we just need to find a way to like harness it. It's like shooting. It's like creating a gun that you can't aim. Right. You can shoot it, but you can't aim it. But I just thought it was fascinating, and I I love weird podcasts like that especially ones that that they're basically telling you that the fabric of time and space is fucked yeah and we're like it, it, we're so insignificant and we you know our t 
timer's almost up. I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. And then we come here and we do this podcast about God knows. Well, you did. You listen. You know a lot about black holes. I listened to a podcast about brown holes over the weekend. What? Which I'll tell you about later. Well, why? It's just not appropriate. Wait. It's just not appropriate for For the opening of this audience. Why don't you just tell me? It's. I don't think our our audience could handle all the things I know about brown holes. What? Well, how did you find you know your, a lot about black holes? I know a lot about brown. How holes. did you find your way to a brown hole podcast? I was looking for something else. Wow. And you found the butthole. What? You said you do know about it. <laughs> you listen to the same one. Crazy. We'll talk. Like I said, we'll talk about it later. Now it's time to talk about surfing. I don't skating. I don't think anyone snowboarding, wants to talk about any of those things. They want to find out news. how did you stumble upon a podcast about buttholes? How does one? Ever. How does, one, how does anyone Stumble do across a podcast about brown holes. This is the world's greatest action sports podcast, really The Monday talk, Mass. You don't want to talk about it, dude. It's between you and me. Okay? Some things have to be private, Todd. Okay. Not everything's for public consumption. Not even all my knowledge of brown holes. Uh, it is December 6th. Wait, was it? Dude, it's December 13th. We are so... 13th? We're not very good with the time... Uh, management, but it's twelve thirty-five. That's right. We, <laughs> we, know, we know that. We know the time. It's and uh, it's, time it's literally now. we are we are in the race towards Christmas, and so yeah. this the theme of our next show is going to also be Christmas. Well, in in an effort to slow things down, this is the hydron collider of time and space and living in the now and slowing things down. What better way to do that than the world famous Monday Mass ad block Mm -hmm. starting with all the brands that help us that make this podcast um, a a thing that we can do every single Monday without having to get jobs at Starbucks, which we almost had to do before this podcast started. So uh, K2 Snowboarding at K2.Snowboarding. On the internet, Todd, I don't know, while you were driving around listening to Black Hole Podcasts, I was here in the office posting the now uh, much-beloved Monday Mass Holiday Gift Guide. I was with yeah. uh, a K2 snowboarder, uh, Noah Peterson. Nice. Okay. Let me do this, Chris. I feel like this is going to no, take way we're gonna, too No, we're going to take turns. People like the ad block, okay? Mm. They like when we argue about mm. the ad block. <laughs> so, K2 snowboarding, you were with the K2 rider. Yeah, he went down the hill. Oh, okay, that's Pedal rad. Electric, at pedal, uh, dot electric. Did uh, you see the thing I put on about Pedal Electric, the new polar white bike? Did you get one? No. But somebody's going to get one for Christmas. I think that would be the greatest Christmas present ever. At pedal.electric. And if you get a pedal.electric, the first purchase you should get after you buy that bike is a solid freaking bike lock. Yeah, because people want these things. People want them. Good, bad people. You know, it's a good thing when thieves are targeting your product. You know you've done something right. Right. Everybody wants to steal your shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pedal.electric. DM us for a code. Uh, Go ahead. You can keep going. Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce. You don't sauce have to yell about it, at, though. Am I yelling? You're yelling. Okay. Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce at Tri Bachan's. Um, Bachan's does not work as a snowboard based lubricant. Only, uh, Just put only it on, food product put that it does. Put it on is your food Parmesan, after Parmesan cheese, right? Yeah. Parm. Did you bring Bachan's up to Mammoth? Yes. You did? Yeah. You bring it everywhere. Yeah. You know, I, I do like uh, for our people out there who like this show and listen to it. When you text us 
photos yeah, of, of the product, the product and say things like, that's cool. I heard it on the mass. We love that. So thank you to all the people that did that. That was very cool. At Herschel Supply Co. At yeah. Herschel Supply. Did you see my bag that I used? I did. But see also, through. is it? Yeah, is it it's time? translucent. Do people still have time to get stuff? On the you know, I read, I read something today. Is today I believe, the deadline? I think today for lots of companies could be the shipping deadline. And by the time this podcast comes out, which will probably be around 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's probably too late. You might be too But But you know what? You can find There's no bad time at your um, brick-and-mortar retailers because if you're buying off of Amazon, you're kind of a dick to the industry anyway. So yeah. you should go into your brick-and-mortars and, and yeah. go and support the actual culture. And if you're local in San Diego, you can go to Hanson Surfboards. They've got all the Hershey Supply Co. you could ever want. Uh, I posted a really cool backpack that I want from Santa. We'll see what happens. Beneath Apparel, BN3TH Apparel. Uh, Beneath Apparel is the best underwear on the planet, as Todd can can tell you. Mm. So not only did you ride POW in Beneath Apparel, but you drove six hours in your Beneath Apparel. And how did your undercarriage feel after a six-hour drive in Beneath Apparel as opposed to your previous underpants? The Hardy Boys were very comfortable, and that's no mystery. And... I don't know where this urban myth came from where underwear is a bad present. Underwear is a great present. If well, you've got somebody think, in your family you know, I will, underwear, a big, big shout Beneath Apparel. To people like Beneath Apparel who are like making underwear fun to wear. Under there? Mm-hmm. Bub's Naturals. At Whoa. Bub's Naturals. Oh, do you like? Look at You're peaking. Sometimes you, you peak when you Sorry. Get. I just, I go into my announcing He thing. gets so, ma- ang- he gets so ex- excited to talk about Bub's Naturals Bub's as Naturals, he should. Um, it's collagen, it's collagen MCT brain oil daily. Uh, my whole family's on it. Cousins, uncles, everyone's on it. And look at us. Just fingernails. We're galore. amazing. Your toenails are just huge. Hey, side note. What? I don't know if you knew how big of a problem this was for me. Huge. I've been biting my fingernails since I was about seven. Do you get sick a lot? I haven't bit my fingernails in eight days. Um, eight days. I remember this my, is huge one for of me. my friends in, in grade school. Used to bite his fingernails so bad that his mom and dad had to buy that stuff that you paint on your fingernails to make them taste really bad. I did that. It does taste bad. But this this right here was pure willpower. And if I can, if I I, I kind of put my when I quit drinking, you put the all same that ethos. Into biting your nails. I did bite my nails more after I quit drinking, but I think. This was a reason that I was getting huh. sick so often. Yeah, because you're just diseased. Touching. Yeah, touching, touching eating, you drinking. know, piss in public and then, oh. At Panic and Coffee and Tea, this is our local coffee shop, but it can be your coffee shop too because they also offer shipping online. At Panic and Coffee and Tea, the holiday cake is fantastic. I just got another piece Dude, this morning. hold on a sec. What? Have you tried the holiday brownies? Uh, they, I just saw those this morning. I just saw them this morning too, but I ate good. so many tacos in Mexico that I'm on a little sweet break. You are? Yeah. yeah. Um, what? To your point, if you opened a present under the tree and you pulled it out and it was a bag of panic and coffee, anyone who opens that is going to be stoked wherever yeah. they are in the world. Um, we got uh, NanoCraft CBD at NanoCraft CBD. Like I said, I uh, mentioned I brought some gummies down somewhere and they were great. Mm-hmm. I slept through a firework war every single night, um, and you know I am a firm believer in that uh, nanocraft CBD. I love it, and I, I recommend it to anybody. And 
I've been feeling healthy since a couple weeks ago when I was feeling like crap. And I want to thank Pure Prescriptions That's for right. that. I got the three pack uh, zinc, immunity, and multivitamins. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Well, you're a picture pillar, of health. Your pillar of health. And that Pure, and that pure Prescriptions, uh, perfect immune is no joke. And I've been, you know, you've been immune. Smashing that because. That that flu that's going around that's not COVID but but is like fucking worse than COVID. It's the fu flu. Yeah, it is fu flu. It's like few. It's bad. Hanson surfboards at Hanson surfboards. We've already talked about them a little bit in this ad block. Yeah, but they're the go-to brick and mortar that we have here. You can also order online at hansonsurfboards.com or can, whatever. If you can't figure com. out what to get somebody in your family. I would say the most basic, best option, a hoodie. Get them a Hanson Yeah, get them a hooded, hooded sweatshirt. It says Hanson, surfboards, mm-hmm. Encinitas, wherever they are in the world. Again, this is representing a, a great place. the people that create our stickamons, diecutstickers.com, at diecutstickers, D-O-T-C-O-M, on the Instagram. They will yeah. make you a sweet sticker, too. I gave Austin Sweeten uh, a whole bunch of the- That was um, sweet of you. In a world of uh, Jerry's Be a George. Oh, did he like those? Yes, he likes those. He's a big Seinfeld. Ah, oh, dude, I like that too. Hey, we have a couple new. Do we have like new sponsors? Well, we've uh, formed a partnership with the closest mountain to Monday Mass HQ, two hours away. Mountain high, a faster way to fly. Fresh snow, um, two hours from our office. So from wherever you are, it's probably very close as well. Um, just a couple things from Mountain High, which we'll be partnering with all the way through till February. And I'm going to ride there for sure mm-hmm. in a couple weeks. Um, there is an open season rail jam on December 17th. Um, they're looking for uh, skiers and snowboarders to come shred. This is a free event with your lift ticket or lift ticket or season pass prizes and all that fun stuff. And on December 18th, it's Santa Sunday. So every whoa, this is kind of cool. What you get a free ticket to every. For every skier or snowboarder that shows up dressed like Santa on December 18th, who makes a minimum 25 donation to Christmas cheer all year, you get a free, you get a ride for free. Sick. Mountain High is awesome, and uh, we're stoked to partner with them for the rest of the snow season. And with that, it's time for Surf News, brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. Todd, Yo. I got a product update for you. Okay. We just talked about how cold it was this morning. I yep. mean, relatively speaking, in Southern California, it was pretty cold this morning. I wore a brand new 4.3 Billabong Furnace Comp with a hood, built in, and I give this wetsuit five out of five stars. Very comfortable, warm, flexible. Actually, I think it's easier to get into and out of than my standard hmm. zip. So uh, thank you, Billabong, for that wetsuit. I was warm and toasty, and that's my um, product shout-out and uh, reverse shout-out. The 4.3 is like a is just a staple with a hood. It's, it's so it's nice. Great. I did I've only served one other trip you don't, with You don't a hood. get the annoying shithead tan. Right. You do. You get those tans quite I get often. Bad you get tan. good, good neck tans. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was down in Mexico, mm-hmm. minding my own business, having a wonderful vacation with my wife. I go on Instagram, and these guys are talking shit Who's these about guys? me. Who? David Lee Scales and Matt Warshaw on Surf Splendor, which, by the way, is a dumb name for a podcast. Don't you agree? Yeah. I mean, there's not even a day in the name. Could be like Surf Splendor Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then it would be on par with how good Monday Mass is titled. What were they saying? Anyway. Well, I want to know what they were saying. So these two negative creeps 
Okay. Now we're talking. Now we're going low. We're supposed to go high. Okay. Well, but Matt go, Warshaw but, is often but go negative. Low. He's Let's been go low. hating Let's, on me. What? Like, what did he say? For a long dude. time. What did he say? So, I think no matter what, a lot of people in these uh, surf podcasts, mm-hmm. um, they can't help themselves talking shit about the WSL. And in whatever, of course, I didn't listen to the whole episode. I scrubbed through to where they were talking about me because that's the most. Who brought it to your part. attention? It was on Instagram. Oh. I opened it up and it was like these guys saying Chris Cote, uh, and they were basically talking about my announcements at the WSL finals in this litany of complaints they had about the finals. Mm-hmm. And they start saying that Chris Cote, uh, basically saying how cringy it was, how embarrassed the surfers were, how um, if they if they got the chance to do that job, they would have said no. Mm-hmm. And where's my, like, where's his line? Where's my line, right? Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, nobody's ever asked David Lee Skills or Matt Warshaw to be part of these WSL events. So you can take that off the table. They would have turned it down though if they did. I don't. It was just weird. Out of nowhere, they're just talking shit about me, and I was just doing my job. And um, I don't know. They just really hated it, and they were saying it was cringy, and that everybody else hated it, and mm. they were whinging a, a lot about it. And it was on Instagram, and and it was on my vacation, and I saw it. And I'm like, whatever. Do these guys? Sorry, hipster dorks. Oh, and their their whole thing was how unhip mm. and uncool surfing is, and I'm like. Okay, you guys are the cool hip surfers they're that actually, make up the rules. They're actually doing a podcast. It's like their podcast is is they're doing it on surfing. So like, what's the point? I just don't understand. Try doing a podcast about nothing. They're they're or nihilists. So here. their thing was, they're like, we have ideas to make this better. You just got to have these contests and great waves. Yeah, no shit. And. You're just giving, if you're going to talk shit... You're flapping. You're just giving them flap time, dude. I know. Well, I never care, but it's just like... You do, look, I know, it was, okay. I know it was ridiculous. I know those announcements were it's ridiculous, right but it was care. fun. It's all right to care. Okay. You know what I care I about? I never go neg. But you, know you, know, you know what I care about? What? It's like people like that would bug me. I mean, yeah. I've been on David Scales' podcast. Me too. I, I was on I, his like, very argued, first argued one. argued about the five, four... Like, just... Surfers being dipshits when it comes to calling tricks that have been directly copied from skateboarding and snowboarding. Okay, right. I get it. Like that's your you're an antagonist. Yeah. But the thing that I can't stand is like these people that have these weird like you like not even YouTube. It's more like an Instagram account where they just are like, oh fucking bro, what's that guy? Stony Blaze. Guy's got like five hundred thousand people like following him and thinking shit is hilarious. It is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. He's making it work. He's making he? it work. It's just weird, though. It's yeah. weird how that. Well, I, I guess those that like represents because just being in lift line at Mammoth and like seeing like what the average that dude's probably really cool in real life. Yeah, see, that's the <laughs> thing. Know, that's it's like the these online part. personas. Like we we were in line at um, at Mammoth just randomly, and us Austin Sweeten was with me, and we were going, we had waxed, and the wax wasn't very fast one day. And Austin's like, dude, my board's like slow. And I'm like, my board's slow too. And then random dude turns around and goes, oh, you guys need to fucking wax this blah, 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 wax. And then he turns on his fucking lift line speaker so we can all hear his shitty fucking hip hop. <laughs> Why do people have to be so I think dumb? That, 
Well, first of all, and unse- not self-aware. And this and this now is hypocritical because it's it's a lot easier to whinge and complain about things and be negative than it is to be positive about things. I know this firsthand. But I think when people develop a character and the masses really like it, you think of what is commonly considered funny, right? Um, I think you and I consider ourselves funny, maybe not to the masses. Maybe we're only funny to really smart people. (laughs) Because a lot of people are doing really broad humor that we don't find funny, but also enjoying a lot more success than we are enjoying. Do you know who I think is really funny on Instagram? Is um, Never mind. I forgot what his name is. But he does he does this. You want a sandwich? Oh my god, Devin Palmer. Yeah, Devin Palmer. Devin Palmer. Funny dude. He owns it. And now I feel now I feel like I need to edit that whole part out. No and way. Don't give any lip service to anybody. Whatever. David Lee Scales. If you're gonna talk about me on your podcast, David Lee let, Scales let me sounds like it. a skin condition. Let me in on it. You know what I'm saying? Do you want to come on our podcast? It's like you can ask me direct we'll, we'll, about we'll what it was. You, do we have David like, Lee Scales' phone number? Should I call him? No, I'm going to call a, 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 a real person, like a real meaningful guest? guest. Yes, I but do. But I feel like the, our audience would rather have me yelling at somebody about nothing. No. Okay. I mean, so what else do we have going on? Okay. I got a good one. Okay. I got a good one. Does I, mean- I told this person I was calling, and we're just lucky to have him alive. Oh, yeah. I heard about this. So Chris is dialing. Um, what are the odds of someone picking up? That's really the question. This person is this person is very dependable. There he is. Parker Coffin oh, on hey. the Monday Mass Hi, Parker. with Chris and Todd. and Todd. Hi, Todd. Hi. You got a double dip, my friend. Welcome. My welcome. favorite humans to talk to. Well, what, ha- what happened to you? We're excited because Parker Coffin uh, is alive. Sort of well. Both eyeballs, I believe, are intact after a brutal slam. Parker, you tell us. Um, first of all, how are you doing now? Second of all, what the hell happened to you in Barbados? Yeah, well, I took and um, hit my face, but I'm here and feeling super lucky. You know, I know I got pounded and I did get hurt, which is a little bit unlucky, but. It also could have been a lot worse, and I'm feeling pretty good right now. My eyeballs work. I got all the tests done, and I'm just kind of sitting on the couch watching YouTube videos in South Park, trying to get back, you know, probably, hopefully in the water in about three weeks, they said. Wow, that's actually really fast. Just what, Of course, randomly, you're on Instagram. I'm searching around, and I the, this face pops up that looks like um, just a meat tender, a tenderized meat, and that was your face. <laughs> Um, so describe if you want, I know there's probably some PTSD for real. Cause that looked horrible and horrifying. Um, what happened to this? This is not your ordinary wipeout. Yeah. I mean, so there was this big swell, um, in Barbados that I flew over for and I, that was actually my first session, probably only really realistically like my fifth or sixth wave of the trip. And, um, I'd had a couple small little ones and then, that wave came in and no one really wanted it and it looked pretty good to me so i just flipped it and went and i'd kind of gotten caught behind on a couple ways before so i took a pretty aggressive high line to make sure that i was going to make it to the channel and get out of the barrel and 
when I took the high line and was coming down, I just hit this weird unexpected ledge and kind of fell forward out into the wave. And from there, it's a little fuzzy, to be honest. But uh, I just kind of got pushed straight to the bottom. And um, I was wearing a wetsuit top and kind of slammed my arm because my wetsuit top got kind of shredded and then just kind of rolled onto my face. And yeah, like you said, meat tenderized my eye. And, oh, my God. I'm looking um, at the picture right now. It looks like you got third place in a rock fight. That sucks, dude. Holy shnikes. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But like I said, I mean, the fact that, I mean, my, I still have my eye is pretty miraculous when yeah. you see the photo. And then the fact that I didn't black out, I got really lucky because I kind of hit a pretty sensitive part of your head, too. It kind of hit, like, my eye socket and temple. So. Jeez. So did you yeah. did you get flown right out of Barbados or did you like what was the the aftermath of that like? No, yeah. So the guys all went in the lineup, kind of helped me get in, and then I drove to the hospital there, and I ended up sitting in the waiting room for like five hours. Oh dude. my just, god! Wow. Yeah, just tripping, you know, like kind of trying to keep my thoughts at bay and not think of the worst. And um, I went and I got the, they cleaned it a little bit that time. And then they CT scanned me to make sure that I could get on a flight. And then I chose to um, fly to Miami and get surgery there. But so I, I went home that night. I slept that night in Barbados and then woke up um, and got on the afternoon flight, slept in a hotel that night and then woke up the following morning and had surgery on Sunday morning. Yeah, my I'm mom a huge... luckily flew out there to help me out because I was pretty out of it and just pretty emotionally just like, whoa, yeah. you know, gotten pretty rattled. Like, it was it was a pretty heavy experience and um, it was, yeah, it was a lot to deal with kind of at the time and try to make all those decisions by myself, you know. Once yeah. again, and I'll say this to every company that has surfers and snowboarders and skaters flying around the globe to do spectacular stuff to push your products – Global rescue is no joke. It doesn't cost very much money. And you can have a United States-based medical squad on the ground Whoa. dealing with you. I didn't know about that. It's like 200 bucks a year, dude. And they will send like ex-Navy SEALs and ex-Navy SEAL medical op people to come and get you, extract you, and treat you. Now you tell them. Well, I know. But no, wait. I actually have that, dude. I have Global Rescue. Oh, you do? The heavy part. Like, I've, I've used it in the past, and it's been amazing. But this time, it was, like, really tricky and didn't go so well. And I ended up having to pay for my ticket out of pocket and, like, do all this bullshit on my own because the guy that was kind of helping us was, I don't know, he was just a challenging human, I guess. <laughs> and we, but, you know, in the past, Global Rescue is really been there for me too so i think i just kind of had a weird experience and we're figuring it all out but i couldn't agree more dude like still you know you just have to be prepped sometimes if shit hits the fan you kind of got to be ready to make moves and know how to make those moves yeah. directly i guess radical well glad you're okay man seriously oh my that's gosh crazy <laughs> thanks guys well i wanted it i want to say of course congratulations on an epic 2022 you had some incredible video parts your Instagram lit up every single day with great footage. Uh, sorry it had to end your year like this, but you know I know how badass you are, and I know that this is a, a slight a slight speed bump in the life of Parker Coffin. You've got a really kick-ass story now. Uh, I wish you didn't have this story, but now that you do, pretty pretty radical. And uh, you know this is just another cool you know just another tale that you're going to have to tell your grandkids. And uh, again, so thankful that you're okay. 
and and so thankful that you're home with your friends and family. And yes, you you earned yourself a nice little vacation of doing nothing. So uh, take care of yourself. And you know, of course, we'll be watching the comeback. You know how big of fans we are. And uh, thanks for taking our call and giving us the story. It's radical, Parker. Yeah, thanks, guys. I really appreciate all that. And so good to talk to you. I miss you both. And um, I look forward to getting back in the water pretty soon. So hopefully we can all meet up for a surf and laugh about it. <laughs> Sounds Heck good. Yeah. yeah, Parker. All right, heal up, buddy. We'll keep in touch. Cool, you guys. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. See ya. Best dude. Best dude ever. Him and oh his brother are like the coolest. Uh, but that's that. looking at that picture of, of what Parker's face looks like, he it's kind of looks like he got really lucky with being able to have yeah. an eyeball that functioning and having a brain that still can have a conversation on the telephone. Yeah, I mean, that was just a, that was a couple of days ago. So Parker, he's super tough. He's coming back quick and, you know. Hey, so um, I see I see the next. Do you not want to talk about that? No, I do. I'm just like, when did that come out? I've okay, just been just hearing ahead. about this. So whatever the company that owns Hurley, apparently is trying to buy Billabong, Quicksilver, Ruka, the whole... Board Riders. Board Riders. Okay. And... Is this common? Like, where did you This hear is this? like Shop Eat Surf. This is okay. Rumor Mill. All right. So it's, and it's now, it's it's out in the wild. It's out in the wild. But I don't know if it's happened. I don't I don't get that deep but it's into not, surf it, business. I think it's a little uh, misleading to say that even to that say Hurley is Hurley, buying that. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the branch, the, the company, the VC group that owns... All of these. So this brands. is like if I was in New York City in one of those buildings, a giant yeah. skyscraper like that is who owns Billabong, Quick, right? Ruka, but it's nothing. Hurley. It's nothing new. Like Oak Tree Capital has owned them all. Has owned. You know, it's just it's just that deal. Like it's just kind of how like JanSport and Vans and all these. Right. They're all on someone's portfolio. Um, there was a lot of layoffs that happened at Board Riders last month. I don't like when people. I don't. I, like I don't layoffs. like it either. But you know, it's it's business. Ultimately, it is business. And there's about to be a layoff people, at Monday Mass. Trim the fat like that. <laughs> it's usually to uh, lean up the company for sale. So it was right. like this is not like anyone that follows finance and follows the industry has known this has been coming for a yeah. while. Yeah. And so. disclaimer: Todd and I have nothing to do with. We're not, if I, hey, I'll take some money if off I this purchase. One that. That lo- lo- the lottery a couple months ago, where you got the almost two billion dollars, you would bought. I still over. wouldn't have bought that portfolio, but maybe I would have bought just quick. I'd be stoked to get some Quicksilver clothes. That's yeah, fine. Do you, would you wear Quicksilver outerwear if I got you some? Yeah, you would. Yeah. Okay, you're not weird. About I asked that. for Stranger Things stuff. I've been asking. You I know. got you a Stranger Things. You got me a shirt. Yeah. It was too small. <laughs> It was something that you didn't want out of your box. Chris, I'll talk I get to, it. I will talk to the team manager and see what we can do. What is that little thing in the corner? What was it's that? It's gone. What was that? I don't know. There's a new function. In is that a YouTube tsunami Live. warning? There's been an awful lot of tsunami warnings lately. Chris. Dude, it's, I think the, it's, hal- the, it's the halitosis collider. <laughs> that's, that's our podcast. Is yeah. The, right between the microphones is the halitosis collider. Big, uh, big announcement in the, the world of junior surfing. Oh, yeah. The World Surf League announced the dates and location of the 2022 World Junior Championship hosted by Best Western. I like that. That is a sponsor that makes sense. Look at Best this. Western Hotel. I want to see something crazy? So I yeah. just got this text. Who's that? Someone working in an office, and it's literally us live. Wait. Can I? 
Oh, that's not live. No, that, <laughs> that just happened. Are you live? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Thank you for watching, hey, Office so person. So David Lee Scales must be pretty stoked that you're, you know, what the next junior. Well, I don't know. I will be. Matter. I will be commentating yeah. at the World Surf League 2022 World Junior Championships, hosted by Best Western. Let's kind of come up with some things that you could say to be more cool. I can't. I just. Do you have any catchphrases? I do actually. What's your catchphrase? Welcome surf fans. Really? That's yours. I've been saying welcome surf fans for many years. Um, and did I say welcome skate fans? I no, know. I said welcome skateboarders when we were doing due tour. Mm-hmm. That's a catchphrase? Um, I mean, welcome surf fans. You know how, like, I'm Strider, the, I think I'm the only one that says Strider welcome surf fans. Strider kind of has, like, bango. Like, that's bingo, like, bango, bingo, yes. bango. That's like yeah. this, you know, I'm out of mango or whatever the hell it is. You need, like, some, you need a catchphrase. Yeah. I think welcome surf fans is pretty subtle, but it's kind of my thing. Hmm. Yeah. That, that what could be, I, I, I'm known by some, three or four people, for my music references. It's just only Steely Dan references. No. Duran Duran. I used a Duran Duran reference when Rio Aida was ripping in Mexico. All kinds of stuff. Mostly 80s music. Mm. I think one of my best ones ever. See, I think I'm starting to think that David Lee Scales is right. That I do suck. Yeah. I am cringy. You need to have. I am not hip. You I'm need not to cool. come up with some a catchphrase or two. Maybe you should be more opinionated during the events. I found uh, with the last Olympics that being opinionated. Yeah doesn't get you fired it makes you more popular so for these junior surfers that are doing everything they can to potentially win a world title they're trying their hardest Mm -hmm. talk shit about Mm -hmm. them yes rip them apart yep it's a great idea they like them. i'm really good at that or adopt one of those uh instagram personalities like stony mcblaze or i could celebrate the joys the fun the effort the passion that these young surfers have i just unfollowed for this sport and be positive about it. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. That's not going to get me I'm the ratings saying. like talking shit, Will. But then again. So when is this? What do I care about ratings? When do we this look This is going to be January 9th through January 15th. At Seaside Reef in San Diego, at California. Seaside Reef in San Diego, California. So this is going to be. So the juniors is now 20 and under. Okay. Uh, the field they have is an international field. You had to qualify through your region. So we've got servers from all over the world coming. There's going to be some some serious talent. I mean, yeah. on any given Tuesday at Seaside Reef, the yeah. talent is off the charts. But the thing is, is there's only a one or two surfers from each region. So all the Seaside kids. Uh, so let me let me let's break this down. They're going to be there, but they're not going to be in the water. You think about like uh, just in Southern California. Let's say from Los Angeles down. Right, L.A. Where like La, I, like La Cienada, Coenga. Stop. Like what? Okay, so you, you lowers obviously talent hotbed. Okay. Would you say that Seaside is the up and coming progressive uh, out out the top of the wave progression zone? Yeah. For for yes. down here, I'd say per capita in the water at any given time on, on any given day, lowers is number one. And mm-hmm. I would say in all of California. Lowers would be number one, but maybe, maybe like, like Huntington Steamer. Beach Pier. No, I think Steamer Lane is. When you go, there's a like, there's a reason why a lot of my friends don't want to go surf Seaside with me because it's really crowded and everybody out there surfs really good mm-hmm. and everybody knows each other. 
and it's a, ni- a nightmare for people to surf there. That's why when you go there, pretty much every single person in the water surfs really well. Yeah, you it's go a, to a place a like yeah, like it. Steamer Lane, like um, you know Rincon, where half the people are not that great at surfing. Mm-hmm. Down here, you know, it looks crowded, and you go there, and you're oh man, it's crowded, and then you realize that everyone out there rips, and so yeah. it makes it. It's fun when you're in the mood for that. But anyway, it's going to be a great contest. I can't wait for it. I love these junior events. It's like watching NCAA basketball, right? Do you know what basketball is? Yeah. So it just feels like there's a little bit more, I don't know, passion is maybe not the right word. No, it's it's. I like to watch the, the amateur contests too in snowboarding because these kids are, you're watching them kind of break through their own yeah. boundaries and surprise themselves and totally. kind of break into the big league. And that is more exciting than than the pros that have become predictable. Yeah, and I feel like throughout the season on the CT, you will see the best surfing on the planet. Um, Emotions, yes, but if you compare that to the emotions that you see in the final event of the Challenger Series, for example, you have tears, you have these, the highest moment of this person's life. Uh, You know, a microcosm of that is on the, the junior level, and I'm excited for that one, so. Dig it. I like that's that uh, that's surf news. You got any more surf news nope. for us? Nope. All right. Skate news brought to you by Beneath Apparel, BN3TH Apparel. And just like we said, Todd, Tyshawn is the Thrasher Magazine Skater of the Year. We called it. Yeah, we did call it. We were, well, we called it. Top I was four. hoping for T-Funk. T-Funk. But, I mean, Tyshawn was the early, he was the early yeah. front runner. And then how's this? Like, after he gets Skater of the Year, he drops a trick uh, of the year. A trick of the year slash, like, see, I told you so. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. So Tyshawn is Skater of the Year. Um, of course, people came out of the Nausea sphere. And, you know, not everybody's going to be happy. I think this is best case. I feel like if Tyshawn or Nausea would have won, mm-hmm. you know, each camp would have felt a little bit robbed, which is totally fine. If, like what we thought, T Funk or Louis Lopez, I think the chorus of core skateboarders would have maybe been a little happy, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. a lot of mainstream would have been pissed. So, either way, it's a win for skateboarding in general. Tyshawn is just, I mean, the dude's a beast. And he just launched King Skateboards. Uh, and I, I, I've seen some of the graphics, pretty rad. The logo is the logo's very close to this dispensary in town called March and Ash. Which obviously I don't think they know about, but it's you know how many different ways can you make a crown? Either way, um, so Tyshawn is your 2022 Thrasher Magazine Skater of the Year, and he did like you said. So he kick flipped the subway gap. People freaked on that. He went back and backside flipped it perfectly, and then a day later, City Bike Boys jumped the same gap on a city bike. That's pretty. Heavy. Did you see the yeah. case? The landing that pulled hard. it. I love the City Bike Boys. Um, other skate news. We got uh, Andrew Reynolds now on Team New Balance. Remember when I that's pretty you, huge. I texted you guys about a month ago and asked them. You did. Group text. How, how did you? How did this come into your mind? Well, we were in the van uh, with the Quick Boys. We're all we're all avid skateboard fans. Okay. Uh, we were talking about Andrew Reynolds being on New Balance and right. and, and leaving uh, his previous vans. sponsor Vans. And then we we're also talking about Cater being on Velvet. Leaving Baker and going to Velvet. Really? Now that has been a rumor that has okay. been going around. We were correct on the Andrew Reynolds to Team New Balance. You might be a skate, uh, Nostra dumbass. Skate Stradamus. Yeah. Skate Stradamus. I don't know. Anyways, I think that I think Andrew Reynolds, uh, New Balance has got a pretty 
Six insane team. skate squad. I mean, it's they're Tiago, good shoes. Tiago Lemos. Uh, they've got Jamie Foy, Shea, Jake, Shay Donovan. Yeah, they've got a they got a solid squad. Yeah, good, Love them. Good, great, group. great. I skate. I'm I'm skating in them too. Me, Andrew Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Um, America Empower was a video that just dropped that is insane. I finally saw the uh, Supreme video. Oh, you had just now seen it. Yeah, like I dropped like, dead. I kind of I saw pieces of it. I finally. Do you know saw any of the names of the skaters in it? No, it'd be cool if I could identify any of them. Oh well, there's Cater. Uh, it's Tyshawn. Well, I'll tell you Who's what. That? that video. Ben Cadal. Uh, Ty is insane. Like the filming is unbelievable. Wait, that's not Ty. Oh wait, uh, who? Uh, uh, what's his name? Who did the? Who did the Supreme video? Same guy that's always done them. Strobeck. Strobeck. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Ty Evans did Nyjah's stuff. Right. Strobeck. He's Ty Strobeck's, Evans is awesome. Too. I meant just to say Strobeck stuff is it's it's really filmed really cool. I will say too the Supreme videos always bring at least one or two songs out of left field that are absolutely perfect. Uh, Drop Dead had a Deftones song in it that just like in previous Supreme videos, um, Smashing Pumpkins, Mayonnaise. Uh, in excess, never tear us apart, and now uh, this Deftone song. To me, those are like three songs that I would I would not have thought about in a skate video, but just mm-hmm. fit so perfectly. Thank you. And I did DM Bill Strobeck saying, "Wow, you have the greatest music in skate videos." He didn't answer me. Weird. That's okay. Um, over the weekend, I don't know if you saw this. A kid named Jace De Tomaso. Ollie down a huge double set in double set like over a rail mm-hmm. and immediately the internet lit up. This was being called the Miami Leap of Faith back in 1997 at the end of Zero's Thrill of It All. Jamie Thomas attempted to jump a spot then called the Leap of Faith. He exploded upon landing, didn't make it, didn't ever go back. It was just too big. I at feel the time. like this this whole thing should be out the window because Jaws has already done shit that's twice as big as that, and he eats that kind of stuff for breakfast. Yeah, but that's Jaws. I know, but that's what I'm saying is like we're talking about like the leap of faith being some crazy thing, which it was. It was groundbreaking in its time. Jamie didn't roll away from it. I wonder why Jaws never went back and did it. Do you think that is out of respect to Jamie Thomas? Maybe, but Jaws has gone on to like Ollie, you know, a freaking 30 stair that is like a cliff. Oh, uh, Leon? Yeah. And it's like, it's this whole leap of faith, like, oh, he jumped down this thing. Like, but dude, I think Jaws what it, shit on that like three years ago. But I think what makes this cool, Jenkum put this little mini documentary out, and I'm really a big fan of whatever Jenkum.com does. But basically, the kid did it, he pulled it, people were psyched. Then they started calling this the Miami Leap of Faith. Mm-hmm. And so Jenkins went back and they just measured it, not out of pettiness, but just out of wanting to know. So the big Ollie was 14.6 feet. The Leap of Faith is 14.3 feet. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bigger, but hmm. pretty cool. I mean, this is just fun, skate nerdy type of shit to celebrate this achievement of flying madly off something. Um, I know you like Stranger Things. Who doesn't? Um, Sadie Sink who plays uh, Max mm-hmm. in Stranger Things, was on Jimmy Kimmel Live. And she admitted that the Duffer brothers um, ha- wanted her because she had skateboarding experience. Or she skate. said, I had rollerblading experience, which was a lie. She lied to them <laughs> to get the job. Um, 
And so she got the job and on the set they said, all right, skate around, do some tricks. And she's like, oh, okay. And did it and ate shit. Wow. And, um, yeah, she lied about skateboarding on her job, on her job resume. I, I still think got the job, ate shit. And she says, I'll never, I don't like skateboarding. That's, I think that's really Pretty popular. Bad. Like to put in your, like your resume, like yeah. I, I'm a skater, I'm a surfer, I'm a dude. It's like a thing in Hollywood where like a young actor coming up will just straight up lie. It's a big thing um, when on picking up on girls at Panic Inn if you tell them you're a snowboarder. Or, or a big wave surfer. Have you seen the guy? No, I have been all gone. Right, I've been out right. of town. I think somebody had a question about that, which we'll get to we'll later. Get to okay. uh, that's all we have for skate news, snow news, brought to you by K2 Snowboards. I will be writing a K2 Snowboard at Mountain High very soon. That's called Synergy in Sponsorship. K2, uh, obviously doing big things this year in snowboarding. They've got a whole uh, tons of new boots and new boards out, and I can't wait to bring Chris Snowtay back into the wild. Mm. It's going to be awesome. Um, all right, so this is kind of cool. Couple okay, couple crazy things in snowboard news. Okay, you got crazy snowboard news. Well, we you go ahead and give the top one here. All right, so Caitlin Farrington. Have you ever heard of Caitlin Farrington? Oh, yeah. She's a gold medalist from Sochi in halfpipe. Well, there you go. She's a big deal. So she won in twenty fourteen. She has been selected as a standby, a backup crew member mm-hmm. for the Dear Moon Lunar Tourism Mission. So a Japanese billionaire, Yasuka. Mizawa will use a SpaceX Starship to conduct the first civilian flight around the moon mm-hmm. on a six-day tour. Farrington is one of the backup crew members. So if one person steps out, she's stepping in. She's gone through all the training, and she's prepared. So fingers crossed, and I, I don't want to take anything away from the people that are on the existing crew. I want them all to go. Of course, this is a chance of a lifetime. But if just one of them... Test positive for COVID. I'd imagine you can't go to around the moon if you have COVID. Would you go around the moon? No. I don't want to go out in I'm space. I'm very claustrophobic. Yeah. I don't want to be in space. No. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to look out the window and be like, there's nothing out there. I just, there's enough places for me to explore on Earth. Mm-hmm. Like Uranus? <laughs> that is so funny. I forgot to laugh, Todd. If you know anything about brown holes, you would know you so can't get to Uranus. Event horizon of your brown without hole. a hey, congratulations spaceship. to Jamie Anderson, who is going to be a mom. Oh, look at that. I had that on there. Happily and beautifully pregnant. And she posted a photo of herself on Instagram with the biggest, most beautiful smile. I love Jamie. Everyone yeah, loves Jamie everyone Anderson. Loves Jamie right? Anderson. The, Unless the, you have to compete against the, her. Exactly. The queen of slope style and big air is now. That's your mic. Uh, well, I, are I, you just talking to me? No. Do you want to? The queen of slope style and big air is now going to be a mom. The most challenging competition on the face of the planet. Yeah, that baby's going to come right out. Her and Tyler, Tyler Nicholson, and her are. I think they're. She's pretty well along. So it's been kept. Uh, it's been kind of kept under wraps. Yeah, you know. But um, I think this is awesome. It's yeah. uh, just another new journey, and I'm sure that uh, you know she will mom. be joining the um, the leagues of uh, professional snowboard women who are also double dutying as moms. So that's yeah. I, I, I rode with Kimi Fasani this weekend up at Mammoth, and she's got two kids, and it's like you know they're still pro snowboarders with with children. So it's, I, it's cool. <laughs> love to hear that that. That banter, you know, like the kids are complaining or not doing the dishes or something, and the mom's just like, God damn it, I snowboard better than both of you put together. Do those dishes. 
That doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. No, I say that. You say, you're like, I'm better snowboarding than you. And they're like, we don't care, Dad. Yeah, exactly. Um, what other crazy snowboard news so, do So, let's see. We had the um, that big air that happened in Edmonton. In the in, arena. In the arena in Edmonton. And um, we had a... Hold on, let me guess. A Japanese sweep. Nope. On the female podium. Nope. Sorry, go ahead. Val Giselli from Australia won. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Australians are pretty good at snowboarding. Dude, they are really good. So is there there's snow in Australia? Yeah. In the middle? In the middle I of Australia. I thought the middle was like a red desert. No, you've just watched too much um, Road Mad Warrior. Max. Yeah. So is the snow red? Like It <laughs> It can't. I, you know what is crazy? And this is just some weird snow talk. Um, in Europe, when the winds blow across the Sahara... It brings this red tinge to, because of the sandstorms, it blows the sand in the upper atmosphere and it deposits it, in the, especially in the summertime, you can see the snow has a red tinge and it's actually desert, uh, the actually sand from the desert. That the red taint? Tinge. That was my nickname in high school. Wow. You must have been into riding bikes what with were no seat. What were we talking about? We were talking about tinging. Oh yeah. You're talking about the... Um Australian won the yes. big air. Yes, Valjaselli won, yeah. and then uh, so this this coming weekend I leave on Thursday to go to do my NBC uh, talk about snowboarding on TV duties, and we have a big air and a half pipe event coming from Copper Mountain, Colorado. This will be the first big event uh, for the U.S. team in the selection process going into the next Olympic Games. So you're saying Monday Mass is going to be on Tuesday next week as well. Every week. No, I'll be back. Waiting for time. I'll be back on Saturday. Let's give them something to talk about. Talk about snowboarding. What else do you got, Todd? Um, we also have, uh, let's see, uh, Danny Davis's movie Ark dropped last week. His uh, his collaboration project with a bunch of really good writers, and that turned out fantastic. Ark is a great movie. It's got uh, Brock Crouch, Danny Davis. Uh, let's see who else we and got. Nothing in there. to do with Indiana Jones or the Lost Ark. This is a new Ark. They know where it is. They got it. Right. Elena Height. Sweet. Um, bunch of people. I got a new snowboard. Oh yeah. Yeah, it came in the mail. With the Karua shape. White space. Nope. Full full pop. It's a Karua shape board. It's like supposed oh, to. Oh, this is that that like. Uh, it's supposed boutique to be brand. boutique, kind of like a kind of like a shaper, like shaped your board, and it's, and apparently Dang, it is it, it's probably one of the best turning boards on the planet. This is like coming from all my homies that are like some of the most respected snowboarders that I know. That you can't mention their names because Austin Sweet and Griffin Siebert. Like oh. these are dudes that like I thought they, don't they have board they sponsors? have board sponsors, but you can appreciate the craftsmanship that goes into boards. So. Right. I can't wait to ride it. Yeah. It's the sh- the graphics are so minimal. I love a minimal graphic. Yeah. Nothing on the top sheet and they don't even put anything really on the base. Just a red base and it's just it's one of like those Like Louis like Louis Vuitton. Christian Louis Vuitton red bottom. Vuitton? The red bottom shoes. Devil wears Prada. So popped up again. What, what does that it? say? It's a comment. What do they say? I don't know. Which uh, Oh, yeah. I got the um See, we're watching you guys the, live. I got the it's the domo. It's the, the dongle. The domo. I think it's the uh, I think it's their park, like the the park one, that playful park laps and digging trenches, and it it's cool. It has a little bit more nose than tail. I flexed it. It's a little stiffer than I've been riding, but then I went and grabbed some of my boards out of like the 
the shed, the, not the shed, just in the garage the, where I have my thing. old pro models. Yeah. And I didn't realize I used to ride. Did you bring my snow skate? Sorry. No, I haven't. I haven't didn't have a chance. I went to Mammoth, but my I used to ride Selfish. really stiff snowboards. Like they're pretty damn stiff. Yeah. When I was competing. And you know stiffness. I do know stiffness. So I'm excited to try this board. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I've been riding a really soft yes snowboard. What's the name of the board again? Karua shit. C A K K A R O. Well, just in case people want to look it up. K A R U A K A R. I don't freaking know. Hold on, let me look. You good team rider over there? I'm not really a team rider. They just they they. I would love to be a team rider. They hooked me up. I'll give him your portfolio. He can skate and snowboard and surf. Yeah, all the action sports. I didn't do them. Hold on. That's crazy that this brand makes okay. shoes and snowboards. K O R K O R U A. They're at you should follow. Why don't you follow them on Instagram? Shapes. That's weird. I didn't follow them. Give you a board. And you but look, I mean, it's like their boards are their boards are, um, you know, super sick. They have a board called the the Transition Finder that's supposed to be really good. Um, some of the some of my favorite people that ride these, uh, you know, that are that are pros have riding these boards. So I'm excited to to try this out. I haven't really tried anything new. Cool. Uh, as far as snowboard shapes in a long time. So I'm very excited to give this board a wingding. Well, you should bring it up to Mountain High with me because I'll be riding my new K2 board coming any day. And uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a great time. We can ride in, in jeans if we want. No shirt, like whatever. Anything I, goes. I like to wear uh, the best snowboard clothing possible. So I'll be wearing Quicksilver okay. outerwear. Tight. Uh, any other snowboarding news besides... Um, the fact that it's snowing all over the place. Not right now. Okay. But maybe give me five minutes and maybe I'll get some more news. I'm just looking at all their stuff they have on here. They have some pretty insane shapes. And they're out of uh they're out of Switzerland, I believe. Let me see. Are they? I don't know. And at any rate, I'm very excited to ride this board and I will be singing its praises. Um, so that was snowboard news. And, That's right. Uh, congratulations to Jamie Anderson having a baby, and congratulations to Caitlin Farrington for um, being shot at the moon. I hope Maybe. she goes. That's awesome. Maybe we can get her on the podcast after she goes to the moon. How's the moon? What's the moon like, dude? How's that moon? Do you see any brown holes out there? Oh, Todd knows a lot about black Shut holes up. and hydron. Yeah comparisons nerd news is brought to you by diecutstickers.com do you want a sticker that says who you are in the back of your car well you can order it from diecutstickers d-o-t-c-o-m with an at in front on instagram what do we have for nerd i had a bunch of people actually dm me uh, us dm us today because i posted a shirt and some stickers um oh about like the and they're like stuffers. can we get stickers and i'm like you know what just give me your address I don't even care. I'll send you some stickers. I'm not going to make you pay for stickers that we got for free from deckatstickers.com. So, this is the type of person I am. You're just a you're, friendly, nice, giving person you're filled step, with positivity. You're a step above, Chris. Not hip or cool, but friendly, knowledgeable. Nerd news. Um, I got what, a couple of nerd news. Okay, hit me. I watched that movie Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. You know, I watched that. You, you ever like? That's a plane movie. I watched it on the plane. It is a plane movie, and I. The funny thing was, I was sitting next to somebody who was watching that 
and I just like watched the movie without any sound, like the whole movie. You can actually do that because the the banter is the banter is good, but the action is is better. There's some good fight scenes and. I liked it. Do you? Okay. I guess what, that's kind of nerdy. I mean, that's something we can recommend to you if you're yeah. on a plane. It's it's a good that's, plane. It's movie. like it's what do they call it? Like um, like action, a, like popcorn, noir, entertainment. Are you excited for Avatar coming out this weekend? I'll watch it. I don't. I'm not gonna watch it this weekend, but I think that's a movie that it will not translate if you just watch it on your couch, yeah. on your television. You got to see that one in the movies. The and, crazy. You want to hear something crazy? When we when we did the Out Cold premiere. Um, in Mammoth this past weekend, that was the first movie I saw in the theater since um, Avatar, the last the, Avatar. The, no, the last Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Oh wow! And that, that was, was like the two fr- years that, ago. That was two years. That was like 2019. Oh, because of because there of the, was a pandemic. The, the vid, yeah. Wow. So I thought that was cool. I would like to go back to the movies, and Avatar seems fun. I recommend. Uh, Nanocraft CBD Delta Nine gummies for you in that movie. Trust me. But it's cra- like the the last time the last Avatar that I saw was right when that 3D technology like Avatar was it kind of led the charge of remember when everything was just in 3D after that yeah and it was like the and then it went away but Avatar's the was one of the first that actually embraced it and kind of did it right and. I believe this one is in 3D as well. Double is in 8D. It's new. 8D. This is the most is expensive in, movie ever made. This one's in Feel Around. You remember Feel Around from the Kentucky Fried movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So good. How does that movie age? Uh, not <laughs> That's good. Not woke. Not well, but it's really funny, and I think things things have their place. Yeah, I agree. And Kentucky Fried movie, if you haven't seen it, is probably one yeah. of the funniest freaking movies you could it's like up there with airplane there was yeah there was a time blazing for, saddles of just inappropriate for this day and age but if you can look at it for what it was yeah when it existed it's funny as there's shit. a couple movies that came out like that that were not linear movies but little like advertise you know what would you call that exploitation skits, skits? yeah amazing um other nerd news did you watch wednesday do you guys start that? A little bit. Couldn't feel it? Couldn't really get it. There's, I think in my household, at least, my wife and I are more into, um, we like kind of reality documentary series. What's that one say? Oh my gosh, people are really watching. Uh, people are still really taking a fried movie. Is this, is this what Twitch is like? I think so. And just, and we just I think in Twitch, people just go, yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I never passed that level myself, but I can. That's sick, because and, and then you just see hearts and the people giving you money. Twitch is also the name of a freestyle motocrosser. That's right. Who does backflips? Jeremy Twitch Stenberg. That's right. Okay, so what else for nerd news, Chris? Um, I mean, that's kind of all I have, but I do have a ton of questions. Okay, let's hit these questions. People love running. to ask us questions. Yeah, that's right. Which that's, is great. They're all opinionated. Starting with this. Old Nerdy Bastard, did you watch Assisted Living? What did you think? Mikey LeBlanc's new video. Oh, I forgot to even mention this in in Snowboard News. Yes, Mikey LeBlanc and Spencer Schubert's new movie, Assisted Living. 
Mikey LeBlanc is 49 years old, and this dude can jump down shit like his knees are 20 years old. He's he went re he went re pro. He re proed, and he went back. And Mikey's always been synonymous with um, big ollies to flat, and he brought it, he to brought flatties. it back. He they did this full skit in the beginning where Mike's at a nursing home. It's just, it's awesome. LeBlanc is the shit. Spencer Schubert's like one of the most talented rail riders that the planet's ever seen. And it's great. And, and assisted living is a must watch. It's so funny. And your jaw is dropped because, you know, it's the, the tricks in there are awesome on their own, but then you factor in Mikey's knees being, you know, in dog years, they're probably like 80 year old knees. Oh, so that was the, that was the footage I saw. He flew off, uh, like a two story thing into the parking lot. Mm-hmm. That was big. Mikey, be careful. Yeah. Please. Okay. Okay. Questions are brought to you by Nanocraft CBD. And, and if you have questions and you're watching this live, Hit, hit us on our Instagram because they show up on this screen and then they disappear. So I can't really read them. Hana Lee wants to know. Okay. Not counting Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. Todd, mm-hmm. what are your top... She asked for five, but just give me your top three video games of the year. Of this year? Hana Lee wants to know your top three video games of the past five years. Of five years? Give me Just give me your favorite video games and give it to Hana. Okay. Uh, but she said I can't talk... Fortnite. No. Hate Fortnite. Hate Yes, that's a strong word it's for a guy that's never dumb. played it. You've uh, never, I'll just you've I'll just give you it. my favorites um, of of right now. I I think that um, this game called Control that came out a couple years ago is really good. Uh, Last of Us Part Two, amazing. Ghost of she said not Last okay. of Us. Part Ghost of Tsushima. Um, that's fake. You God of God of War, the new one. Which God? Of God? War, Ragnarok. Um, yeah, and then and the newer Halo game. Those are like my favorites that I've played. I think some of those are almost as good as Fortnite. Danny Caputo wants to know booty question. Split toe? Why? What do you guys prefer? You guys are always the best. And always, please argue with Todd. Uh, Split toe for me. Why? Because. That's dumb. No, it's not. You're an idiot. I don't like. You're supposed to argue. I don't. Well, see, I don't really know why split toes are good. Nobody uses split toe booties anymore. Yes, they do. Or they wouldn't sell them. Not selling a lot I think of it's maybe so you 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 can spread the spread your feet. But don't you wear mittens when you snowboard? Yes, but I wear trigger mittens. I wear trigger mittens. I don't believe the, you. Which is the equivalent of oh, by the way, this weekend, um, I installed my uh, boot heaters that have the, it's basically an insole that goes into your into your liner for your snowboard boot, and it's they're heated and they're controlled on your phone and game changer for me. So you, you, you ride in them, you ride in them. What are they? How, what is it? How it's big a is a battery it? pack? That's about like that big. It's like, right. the, you know, that about the size of like a, a nine volt battery. I need this sits on the side of your boot, clips onto the side of your boot. And it's basically, you control it by Bluetooth and you just warm your toes up. What's in there warming it. It's just like a, it's a radiant heat, uh, insole that sits on in, the bottom in, under your foot. No wires. Well, there's a wire that comes up to the battery pack that clips on. But oh, so it goes in, over it's and It's wireless controlled. Dude, it's, get in, me some, incredible. bro. I don't even know where they came from. They were just in my closet. I think so the guy's a... The I, guy who invented this company is like... I think Benny Pellegrino sent I gave to Todd me. these so things like five years shout ago. Shout out and Benny from Nitro. I'd love to hear I think a thank you. He sent those to me, I believe. I'm sure he'd love a thank you. I just said thank you. 
A thank you would be to share those with your friends that get cold feet. No. Like me. Just because you only ride with Austin Sweeten now, not me anymore. I know, I Austin Sweeten's, uh, I ride with Austin Sweeten. Okay, not what else me. we have? Uh, Matt Allen says, have you ever seen or heard a surfer doing a proper McTwist? Not a spin, but a mute grab flip included. Yeah. Is it I, possible? I believe Mikey Wright was the first one that I'd ever seen do it. Albie Lair does them. I think done there's them. a lot of people that do them, but I think Mikey was the first one that I ever saw do one that looked proper. And uh, Albie it, does them indie. Right. And then also, um, um, what's his name? Uh, Matt. Matt Miola does them. Um, Luke Swanson. There's so many dudes that do them now. It's, it's you know. Back to Luke. Um, also, could it happen at the upcoming stab event at Pipeline? Who would be your pick to land one? Uh-huh. Likely be a regular footer because it would be suicide to try it over the reef at back door. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe Mikey Wright will do it at, at front door Pipeline. I think this contest is going to be really interesting, be, and we talked about it last week, but just the amount of speed that you have. And, and like we had said, I think we also said this, is that whole contest is based on... Barrel to air. Barrel to air and like the Nathan Fletcher... Ollie, like that was the, I yeah, think that was the catalyst for this. Christian was doing big ones at pipe. I think Christian is probably the first. Christian Fletcher is probably Barrel the first to person to do big airs at Pipeline. Um, I want to give a shout out to Walkabout Mano. Walkabout Mano. He was one of the people that said, um, "Bachans is the best," and posted it without us asking. Yeah, dude. Uh, what else have we got here? A couple more questions, and then we'll let you guys do whatever you were going to do. Um, NWS NW Shredgicator says, Hey fellas, two parter. Chris, how much would it cost for you to try the Mikey <laughs> LeBlanc Ollie, the whole <laughs> kink rail from the bomb hole dogfight rail contest? Todd, how much would you pay to watch Chris try this? Uh, love the show, guys. Todd, please keep doing the ad block. It says it right there. Yeah, see? People like my ad block. No, I no, think no, that'd no. be I think we're saying he likes the ad block in general. Our ad block. Well, not you. No, Todd, comma. <laughs> Please keep doing the ad block, guys. Um, uh, okay, so how much would yeah, I? Yeah. Okay, so this this is that the one that there I was the the dogfight competition was at uh, Woodward Park City last weekend, and it was like a rail jam put on by the bomb hole in cooperation with in cooperation Woodward. <laughs> and Mikey showed up, and basically it, it was like a a three. It was kind of like a fake stair set, like th- a three set stairs. Like so they built it for they this. They built it for okay. this, but it wasn't like stair. It was kind of like snowy How stairs. How come we don't build stuff for contests? The what, Monday surfers? Mass thing. Why? Bombhole builds stuff we for contests. Have a, we could have an invitational surf event. It'd okay. probably be easier. Spring. Yeah. We'll Anyways, um, so Mikey came at like 100 miles an hour and like basically just ollied to the bottom of the resort. How far? It's probably like a solid 60 to 80 foot ollie. Okay, so how? Um, I think I would, that would be would great. would you pay to see me try it? We could crowdfund you probably, a, you probably need about five grand to cover what would happen to you. I Maybe will do it. Grand. I will do it for twenty grand. Twenty thousand dollars. Chris will ollie. I'll try it. We will go and we will try to recreate all of Mikey's ollies from I assisted see, living with Chris for twenty grand. Even if you had a suitcase filled with twenty grand, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would. I could get over the fear of flying down something like that. It's pretty. Here, let me show you. But go ahead. Okay. Um, here's a question. Hey, Monday Mass. This is from Malcolm Epps. Hey, Monday Mass. I need to get my new boots either heat molded or 
I heard a rumor that Todd would wear a brand new pair of boots in the hot tub yep. to break them in. Mm-hmm. What is the best way to break in boots between the two options, heat molded or hot tub with Todd? Well, uh, I will say this is that if you can get a, oh, and also big shout out to uh, Benny, uh, Benny Milam for winning the dog fight. Um, Tight. Okay. So anyways, uh, I, I think if you get someone that knows how to professionally do the heat molding, and they have the little shims for your toes that you, because basically what you want to do is you have these these liners that you heat up and then you put your foot in there and you kind of shim where your toes are so that you give your big toe a little bit more wiggle room. Wiggle room. Yeah. You can do it with your own oven. You can do it with a heat gun, but it won't turn out as good. As professionally. Um, as and you can melt it. your boots if you try it. Well, this is your liner. It's just your liner. You're not putting your whole boot in there. Still, but you're melting your liner if you screw that up. I don't basically when I would wear my boot and this is this is for real, I would lace my boots up in the freaking shower. And I'm not even shitting you. Naked. Yeah. It's a weird thing. But the the whole reason being, and, it, and it's a little bit of an exaggeration, but the reason for it is is that you use that hot water to loosen the glue up in the boot before you go out and you snowboard. Because you think about like all the seals and the glues that are on these snowboard boots. They're very stiff. Right. And if you like your boots to be looser, you know, you can get them wet and then just go for a walk around your neighborhood. You don't have to do it in the shower, but you can you can soak them in warm water. I wouldn't suggest this in any climate that's cold. But if you're in like Southern California or somewhere where it's like fairly warm out and you can get away with getting your boot wet, lacing it up really tight and going for a walk around your neighborhood, you'll give yourself a little more room in that boot. Okay. So don't do it like the night before going yeah, snowboarding. Because your boot will be wet. Be smart about this, okay? <laughs> uh, Patrick Waddell says, Todd, with all the snowfall in Utah, the LDS church behind my house is being used as a drift track. That's sick. Living in Southern California, did you teach your kids to drive in the snow? And was it manual or automatic? I haven't. My kids haven't really had a chance to drive in the snow so much, which is a bummer to me. Um, My daughter and I are going up to Tahoe uh, after Christmas at some point, and I am going to make a point to get her to figure out what weight transfer is in a car and how much a car weighs and what you need to pay attention to when you're going around a corner and it's icy. And I, I... I desperately need to do that for if they want to drive to the mountains by themselves, which yeah. they're at that point yeah. now. And also, she's I'd be, like to learn. She's going to be going to school pretty soon, and it's really, really all has to do with with weight transfer and what you know. A car that is, has a heavy ass front end, you're going to do something that's called understeering if you go into a corner too fast, which may, basically means that your your car becomes a snowplow, which just goes straight, even yeah. if you have the wheels turned. So you need to be able to understand underscoring traction and also you know an all-wheel drive car with all-season snow tires doesn't mean shit when it snows you need to have proper snow tires yeah if you want to make it where we saw big time this weekend in mammoth when you know it was snowing like four inches an hour at one point and there was like bm like four-wheel drive bmw or all i should say all-wheel drive bmws and even like all-wheel drive audis and all these different trucks and everything just floundering because they didn't have the right tires you should probably drive a honda odyssey like i do a honda odyssey with with proper snow tires is a way better choice than uh than uh audi q7 with four 
um, all seasons. What is a snow tire? A snow tire. I don't know what those snow are. Snow tires are basically, it's a rubber compound that is is softer so that in cold weather it flexes more. And there's a lot more of little slits in the yeah. traction so that, that those slits will spread out and, and give, it's like claws. You know, you're really smart when you're talking about things you know about mm -hmm. and things you like. I appreciate that. Adam Etzart says, Monday Mass question. <laughs> what does that what, mean? You're smart about snow tires. Okay, here you go. And All a right. few other things. Other it's than that. Just dumb as a stick. Monday Mass question. Todd, what board and bindings were you riding in Mammoth this weekend? Uh, I had, mm, I was riding a Yes uh, Roman DeMarchi 156 with the Now Pro bindings, I believe. Now Pro. Yep. And it was, it's good, but I, I look at that uh, crew shape and I'm like, oh, that thing just looks glorious. Jeff Quarta and Peanuts Peanut asked, how did they get stickers? So did Tyler Clattenburg. Uh, I'm sending those three people stickers, the rest of you. I don't know. Send me a dollar. <laughs> I don't know how this works. We don't know anything. We're barely hanging on here, but we are providing you with free entertainment mm -hmm. for hours. Put us under the Christmas tree this holiday season. We do have Monday Mass shirts left. We just have the ones that say, listen to Monday Mass. We've got beanies. We've got stickers. Uh, don't know if they're going to get to you before Christmas. I tried to go to the post office yesterday to send off some stuff. Mean you it tried? was too crowded. It really was <laughs> I crowded? left. Oh. Our readers, our, our listeners aren't that important to me. No, I'm not going to wait for five minutes important. at the post office for them. You can get some of the best deals the day after Christmas. Yeah. So that's really what Brown we... Brown Friday. We, we try to celebrate Christmas the following week. That's smart. It's an economically smart thing to do. Yeah, that is, in that's these, logical. these challenging times. I did notice, can, uh, Chris, that driving up to Mammoth, uh, gas prices have fallen. Oh, therm slash ic.com for heated insoles. Yep, that's the one. That's Board the Yak? Do you know who Board Yak is? Yes. Those are what I have. Dude. Therm ICs. I'm following Board Yak tight yeah i want some of those you do want them i need to figure out Don't a way you though want me because, to be happy board yeah because the uh the battery pack has like a uh, like this weird clip on it that they're kind of meant you know what a power strap is for a ski boot it goes on the top of the ski boot it's like a velcro strap to hold the top of the boot firm yeah so i don't have that on my boot so i had to like alter these things so I need to figure out a way to keep them from from falling out of. How my... about just get a Velcro snap? Yeah, it's I I do have to figure out something. Yeah. Well, just like you told me to do with my vape, stick that heating element in your prison wallet. In your wallet. <laughs> I don't really have any more to talk about today, to be honest. I think I've said everything I've wanted to say. Tell um, me about your brown hole. Okay, I'll tell you all about it in just a second. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>